Hey, it's Friday High Day, August 26, 2022. Thanks for your patience while we were attending the Cannabis Conference in Las Vegas this week. We'll be updating you on how that went later, but for now, we've got this week's Cannabis News updates, so get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. You need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. The Federal Trade Commission announced this week that it'll be sending refunds to customers for CBD products that were deceptively marketed and allegedly made false or unsubstantiated claims. $21,000 in total will be refunded for the products sold by Arizona-based company Cushley Industries, LLC. This will be divided between 576 customers, which refunds each person about $36. The Federal Trade Commission said, Consumers will receive either a PayPal payment or a check in the mail. The deadline for consumers to cash their checks is November 22, 2022. PayPal payments must be claimed by September 3, 2022. Marijuana Moment reported that this action appears to stem from a 2021 complaint that the Federal Trade Commission filed against Cushley Industries, alleging that the company was making unsanctioned claims that its products could treat everything from acne to cancer and cited scientific studies in an attempt to substantiate those claims. The Federal Trade Commission, in conjunction with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, has previously warned or sued other companies about claims related to CBD products and they're currently trying to ramp up oversight on the industry. Earlier this month, investigators with the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission discovered that more than 18,000 THC vape cartridges contained an unapproved, non-cannabis additive that may cause respiratory health issues. Oregon has issued a recall of those 18,000 vape carts, which were made by YHN and sold at two stores in the eastern Oregon town of Ontario. Those stores are Weedology and The Bud Household. The vapes in question were sold between November 2021 and July of 2022. Those products have been pulled from the shelves, but any customers who've purchased the unapproved products are encouraged to return them to a state-licensed retailer or destroy the products. The recall stems from soybean oil, which was found in randomly tested products. YHN did not break down the ingredients in their vapes' artificial flavors to reveal the existence of soybean oil, as the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission requires. Soybean oil is safe when consumed based on an oral ingestion. However, soybean oil is not considered safe as an inhalant. When soybean oil is heated to a vapor and inhaled, the triglycerides within soybean oil might cause a variety of short-term health issues, such as bronchitis. It can also cause long-term health issues, including lipoid pneumonia, which is a rare form of lung disease that leads to lung inflammation and breathing issues. So far, the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission has not received any reports of consumers with negative health impacts as a result of using these YHN products. But those with any health-related concerns regarding the recalled vaping products should contact their medical provider. YHN may face a fine of up to $5,000 or the cancellation of the company's cannabis license. The penalty might depend on if the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission finds that the use of the prohibited additive was an intentional violation or an unintentional oversight. In more Oregon news, the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission has suspended and fined cannabis multi-state operator and industry giant Cureleaf Holdings. 
Oregon regulators say Cureleaf mixed up THC and CBD-infused products and mislabeled 1,500 drop packages under its Select brand. The Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission has therefore fined Cureleaf Holdings a total of $130,000, as well as suspended its business license for 23 days. Eleven customers have filed federal lawsuits with claims that they required medical attention after taking CBD drops that actually contained high doses of THC. Ten of those lawsuits have so far been settled with the company. The Oregonian reported that the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission first proposed a $200,000 fine and a 70-day license suspension. However, Cureleaf successfully fought the punishment, and subsequently they received the smaller fine of $130,000 and the shorter suspension of just 23 days. Cureleaf could further reduce the suspension to only 12 days if it pays an additional $2,750. Oregon's cannabis regulators told the Oregonian that Cureleaf was cooperative and demonstrated its violations were not on purpose. New York State cannabis regulators have set a limit cap of 150 retail cannabis permits, with social equity applicants getting the first priority. The state's Office of Cannabis Management began accepting applications yesterday for the first set of retail licenses. Restrictions have been placed on regions based on population. The first 90 retail licenses are expected to go to New York City, distributed throughout the boroughs, and the remainder of the 150 licenses will be granted throughout the rest of the state. Adult use sales are expected to begin in New York before the end of this year or early 2023. Researchers from the Upstate University Hospital in Syracuse, New York, have released results of a recent study focused on how patients with advanced cancer responded to medical cannabis treatment. The researchers found that advanced cancer patients who used medical cannabis had positive effects. The report said, For patients who took at least one dose of medical marijuana, 48.14% experienced an improvement in pain, 44.95% used fewer opioids, and 85.11% had an improvement of at least one symptom. Adverse effects were low at 3.72%. In another recent study out of Israel, researchers there found that cannabis was associated with a reduction in cannabis symptoms, reduction of prescription drug consumption, and better quality of life almost half of the cancer patients who finished the trials no longer needed painkillers. The study also found that the cannabis was well-tolerated and safe. In addition to treating symptoms of cancer itself, cannabis also helps with treating the side effects of cancer treatments, such as chemotherapy and radiation. These harsh treatments can cause nausea, poor appetite, pain, and difficulty sleeping, among other things. Cannabis has been shown to greatly improve those side effects. In one laboratory study, cancer researcher Dr. Matt Dunn, who worked together with the Australian Natural Therapeutics Group, found that a cannabis variety with under 1% THC, but also having very high CBD percentage, was effective for killing cancer cells. Dr. Dunn said that this variety potentially makes an ideal complementary therapy to combine with other anti-cancer compounds. The American Cancer Society acknowledges that scientists report that THC and other cannabinoids such as CBD slow growth and or cause death in certain types of cancer cells growing in lab dishes. Some animal studies also suggest certain cannabinoids may slow growth and reduce spread of some forms of cancer. There have been some early clinical trials of cannabinoids in treating cancer in humans and more studies are planned. 
While the studies so far have shown that cannabinoids can be safe in treating cancer, they do not yet definitively show that they help control or cure the disease. More research will need to be done. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.